Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Today's topic is how to market your online fitness business in 2024. And uh, obviously marketing and making people aware where that you exist essentially is incredibly important because I, I don't have the statistic in front of me right now. Maybe you can remember, but um, it's incredibly hard to get found. We all think, and I, I've said this before, I would have thought back in, especially back in the day, if you've got a website and people are definitely going to find you, but that is not the case, is it essentially? What is it? 80 odd percent, 86% of websites don't get any traffic or is it higher than that? Can you remember, Andrew? I think it's higher. Um, James would would tell us immediately, but I'm in my head. I'm I'm sure it was ninety five, ninety six, maybe even ninety eight percent. You could be right. I ninety six percent did come into my head when I when I said that. So yeah, ninety six percent of websites get no traffic. So therefore, if you aren't marketing yourself, you ain't going to get any clients. Essentially, so we really have to market us ourselves, guys, especially in this day and age, because obviously we all want more clients and patients. So, this is how to market yourself in 2024, uh, and we will dive straight in. Number one, create a blog. Some tips and ideas about how people can go about creating a blog, Andrew. Yeah, uh, creating a blog um, is actually it's our um, it's the second pillar in our in our marketing strategy that we have here at Strength Matters. The first one being you have a website, and I'm hoping everybody listening <laughs> has that a website. If you don't, we, we need to talk. Um, that's that's our our foundation piece, having that website because you own that digital storefront you're you're not renting uh space um on um, the social so to speak so creating a blog is is key and the reason being is that if you craft and put together um something some content of value in the form of a blog that has keywords that people are actively searching for and those people being your target audience they're, they're typing these these uh, search terms into Google. They come across to your web page, to your blog post. Then you've got them on on your page, and and that's key because once you've got a SEO, that's a search engine optimized um, page article, then that can be found for years to come, as opposed to a post that you spend a lot of time crafting that goes up on on your socials that. You know, it's only there for a matter of minutes uh, or a matter of days and, it, and it's gone. Um, so we much prefer having uh, investing our time into content that's, that's going to be around uh, a long time. So if you're great at writing, a blog post is, is the way forward. If you're better on video, then although I've said create a blog, then maybe it's create a, a video and, and that goes up onto your YouTube channel or even better, it goes on your YouTube channel. And then if you're having a, a blog post put on that topic, you can embed the, the video on there as well. So you're getting a two for one on that side. Excellent. Yes, two for the price of one. Absolutely. That is the way forward. Uh, number two, work on local SEO. You've mentioned briefly there what SEO is, but uh, let's talk about it again. What is this SEO and what is, how can, excuse me, put my teeth back in what is seo and how can people work on local seo specifically yeah so there's two elements here on the seo so seo again is search engine optimization search engine such as google or bing you know they um they're in the business of helping people find 
answers to the questions that they put into the search engines. So if we are optimizing um, our websites, our, pay, our, our blog posts, our pages with the keywords that these people are searching for, then that helps Google determine that what our content's about so that they put us at the top of those search results so we're easily found. So optimizing is a key strategy and it's why we invest a lot of time in that with our clients. Local SEO is, it's actually, um, I guess, the second stage of development when we put together our, our websites for clients. You know, we do the, 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 the build out of the actual website and we get it published. But then we're looking at adding the uh, Google uh, Business Console and um, and getting put onto the Google Google Business so that if somebody and we use this example all the time, Josh, if we're looking for a local coffee shop and we type into Google coffee shop near me, then um, if they've optimized on there, they've done their local SEO, then there's a good chance to get found on that Google search and equally on Google Maps. So that's what we want to be focusing on, on getting Google My Business set up and optimized so that your websites and your business is registered with Google so that your local audience is able to find you uh, and then be able to potentially become a client. Now, I guess I should mention here that this local SEO side of things is, is if you've got a physical location in, in your town or village. If you're online, then obviously may, um, this isn't um, such an importance. Absolutely. Next one is being active on social media. Now, it can be difficult, can create a bit of overwhelm. What would be some of uh, tips for being active on social media while, without uh, being overwhelmed? Um, find a consistency that works for you. You'll see a lot of the gurus will tell you that you've got to post two, three, four times a day. You've got to do this video and then you've got to strip that video down into a into an Instagram story or a reel. And, and yes, absolutely, all of these elements play uh, an integral role in being uh, found on, on the socials. But let's take a step back because, you know, you're not, your primary role isn't a content creator. You're a fitness professional. So you're serving your clients either online or in person. So we only have a limited amount of time to work on everything else within our business. So find a, find a frequency, find a, um, a consistency that you can work with, you know, so if it's only once a week, then yes, it's not ideal, but it's at least you're, you're being visible um, on that. And, 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 and that content I would suggest might be, we, we talked about awareness days on a, a, a few podcast episodes ago, that might be some content that you could look to utilize and then mix it maybe with thinking about the questions that your clients have asked and creating content answering each of those questions that can become relatively straightforward pieces of content to, to enable you to remain active on there. And then look to use a, um, a scheduler, some software that uh, we use Metricool. There's other uh, things where you can plug in and batch and schedule ahead of time. So you've got your, your posts going out on a regular basis so that you're not having to each and every day jump in and, and do that. You do it, 
do it once, set it once, and it it runs in the background on automation for you. Definitely a really good tip there, Andrew, because as you say, you can stress like, oh my God, I've not put my social out today or whatever. But if you've got it in your scheduler, then it's uh, taken out of your hands, which can help reduce some of the, uh, the stress. And as you say, better that you're consistent once a week than... Uh, then you know you do it a couple of days and then you forget for a couple of weeks so although yeah once a week isn't ideal but it's a great starting point providing that you are consistent uh, next tip collect customer testimonials that could be in the form of um, written or, or maybe even video right absolutely um this should be a given um but i know a lot of us in the past i struggled to to ask clients uh, for a testimony, or was afraid that uh, they might refuse or feel uncomfortable about uh, doing so. Uh, but there's a framework that I like to follow. That you know, it's the EAR principle. E A R. Uh, you've got to earn that testimonial or review first of all by delivering a great experience to your clients. Of course, that's a given. I expect everyone listening to this will be doing that. But once we've earned it then where we fall down is that we don't ask for it. And, you know, if we ask and if somebody likes us and um, they almost feel obliged that they want to help us, you know, and so if we ask, then they might grumble and say, mm, I don't know, I'm not, I don't like having a picture taken or something. But if they understand that the reason why you're asking, then they'll think, yeah, go on. That would, that, that's fine and then I like to reward them for that now I don't mean going out and buying them uh, the, the latest diamond necklace or uh, some fancy earrings or the like but it, the reward might be to some might just be thanking them but uh, I used to like to thank them with a greeting you know I'd send them a thank you card um, and, and, and if they've made some referrals um, which would come to then the, the rewards might be slightly higher, like a, a Starbucks card or something based around not not too high a cost, but you've thought of that gift, uh, you know, that it's relevant to that particular client. That's going to resonate a lot more. But getting those testimonials and reviews that we can post and get them to post on Google will all play their part, particularly with the reviews with the local SEO um, and framework. Yeah, definitely. And those thank you cards are something that can be um, automated again, which is uh, really important. Takes more stress out of your day. Um, start a referral a referral program. Um, so this is the our final point today. So obviously, we all want new customers and clients, but it's really important to increase loyalty among your existing ones. Yeah, I've done this in a num number of ways and worked with clients building out um, actual quite in-depth uh, client referral programs. There's a couple of clients now that I think of, and they had similar to the, the coffee shops where you get the, the business card-sized loyalty card where they stamp it. And you get stamps, yeah. Each time. Well, similarly, uh, within the fitness world, uh, we've, we've had clients where they'll have each time uh, one of their clients makes a referral, they, they, they get um, a, a different award, a reward, and those rewards build up over time. So the first reward might be, it might be a coffee at the local coffee shop, but it builds up to, it might be um, a, a massage or it might be a spa weekend um, it, and, and so on and so forth. So these can build up to be uh, quite uh, big rewards, uh, 
over time. But if you think that, whoa, wait a minute, that sounds quite expensive. But if they've made, let's say, 10 referrals to you and those referrals are training with you three times a week um, and have been with you for a couple of years, then that's a significant increase to your revenue. So you can utilize a small proportion of that to reinvest into, into back into the business through these rewards that you make to your clients. So they, they all play their part. Uh, but start small and you can build to these more complex referral programs over time. But I've always been a big fan of rewarding clients where I can. Yeah, we, with our clients, uh, we've seen some really good uh, good progress, haven't we, with uh, with with re- referral? Excuse me, with referral programs. We have, we have, and um, as I say, they can start very basic that it's done manually. But like anything within your business, as you grow um, and you've got more moving parts within your business, it can get a little bit. Um, of a challenge where you're juggling all these different balls with you, you've got your training sessions, you might be hiring staff, you're looking after your marketing, you're looking after your finances. It can be a challenge. So uh, similarly with all areas of the business, as soon as you can put systems in place, it makes it run a lot more efficiently. And the same thing can be said here as you build out your referral program, you can just document uh, a system that can be then implemented um, each time you have a client uh, jumping into that referral program. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Andrew. I apologize for my stumbling. I am struggling a little bit with my sinuses today, so my head feels like it's going to explode. That is, uh, that's why I'm stumbling along a bit there. But there you go, guys. That is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you do want help with your referral programs, getting more clients or patients or anything else like lead magnets uh, and the like, Booking your free 50-minute strategy call with us by going to strengthmatters.com forward slash strategy.